Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney and Doug. The countdown to the New Year's is here. When this releases, we're like three or four days away from 2019. Yeah, it's it's here. 2019. The year every Disney fan has been waiting for. 2019. But you know what? 2018 did happen, Derek. It did happen. Did you have a good Christmas? I hope all of our listeners had wonderful Christmases. We had, we had a good holiday here. We, uh... Lots of family, lots and lots of family, lots. Did you get any Disney gifts? I did. I got a couple t-shirts from Michelle that uh, one was to annoy me. The other one was because it's true. So I'll be wearing those on our rope drop shirt. And I put them on Twitter already. So yep, we, we put one on the Insta story as well. So you and I both oh. have shirts for our okay. rope drop trip in January in 2019. So that will be here. But before it is... We're going to talk about this year. We're going to talk about the big stories from the parks, theaters, our shows. And of course, we are going to dive in a little bit into what's to come in 2019. But this, Doug, is kind of our year in review. We do it every year. I always look forward to it. It's really fun as a Disney fan to look back and see what all the parks have done, announced, movies you've seen, podcasts you've listened to. Uh, I like going back and just looking at our top shows, our worst show. And we'll even mention those here in a minute, too. But yeah, a lot of great things this year. Yeah, and park news and like park cruise line, just basic Disney entertainment. Going back through all the park announcements, not a lot happened in twenty nine or twenty eighteen. A lot more talk about twenty nineteen in twenty eighteen. But let's uh, let's talk about what actually happened. I feel like twenty eighteen is a rebuilding year, kind of like a yeah. lot of sports teams, like the Packers. Of... Oh, thanks oh. for that. That's true. They're they're playing for a draft pick now, so yeah, they are. That's yeah. Hey, your Chiefs—they uh, got a shot, but we'll see. Got it. Uh, it's not feeling real great right now, but all right. So the biggest story, probably at Walt Disney World, is that Toy Story Land open. I don't think you can really make an argument anything else was bigger when you open a whole land, right? That's correct. And you got to go opening day this year. Yeah, we we snuck in the day before open, went on opening day, and the madness that that was, and it's cool. I mean. Yeah, it's two new rides, but it is technically a whole new land. Slinky Dog's a great attraction. Alien Swirly Saucer is my kids' favorite abbreviation of a Disney ride now. I uh, will admit that. Thank you, Imagineers. But uh, it's, uh, it's a good addition. Hollywood Studios definitely needed it. Oh, they definitely did. And we got to check it out a few months after you. Uh, the crowds were still crazy. Actually, now, Doug, as the New Year rolls around, the crowds are starting to die down a little bit. Yeah. Not no two and a half hours for Slinky Dog anymore, but it's I, I enjoyed the addition. I think it's going to be crucial when Star Wars opens up, of course. But it's fun uh, intermediate kids rides. I think your kids are might be the perfect age for those. Yeah, uh, Claire definitely. Claire, yeah. Alden and Sam, they're definitely bigger thrill seekers. So they 
they love themselves some rock and roller coaster where Claire she'll go on rock and roller coaster, but Slinky Dog is just perfect for her. She's not that huge thrill seeker. So it was good. And uh, they've already added more umbrellas. So, you know, they're learning something. They are learning, which is good. Yeah. Sometimes they listen to our podcast and learn yeah, from that as well. That's right. So that was the big thing that happened in Walt Disney World. What are some of the other things that happened this year in our rebuilding year? One of the big changes, I mean, a price increase came to park tickets, right? What? That's not, no way. That's a big announcement. I will say next year on our year in review, price tickets or ticket prices increase price tickets. I don't know what I'm saying. It's it's late, clearly. But ticket prices, they go up every year. You know, death taxes and ticket price increases. But this year, they didn't just increase ticket prices. They added length of stay ticketing and seasonal pricing. And this gets kind of messy with math. So now like Christmas time, tickets cost more. Last year, it was just single day tickets that had the tiers. Now it's every ticket. So time of year affects your ticket price more. And then your length of stay, there's some weird rules about how long it's good for. It used to just be like if you bought a four-day ticket, you had 14 days to use it. Now it has something to do with how big your ticket is and how long you can use it. But you don't just get the 14 anymore. Hence, use a travel agent. They understand. use a travel agent. Math is hard. Seasonal ticket pricing. Did we want to see that come? Not really. But is it here? Yeah. Do you think their tears are going to get to be more and more? Yeah. Yep. Yep. There you go. Money, money, money. Disney's good at getting money out of us. So what else happened this year in Walt Disney World? So this summer we saw a couple like pop-up shows. Not really. I mean, they were announced in advance, but some temporary entertainment like Guardians of the Galaxy show over at Epcot Epcot, and the American Adventure. And then we also saw the incredible summer over at Tomorrowland, and they really promoted the heck out of them. The uh, incredible thing was just essentially some weird food and photo ops. Wouldn't you say that was it? And, and a, a dance party? Ba- and a baby race. And a baby race, which, I mean, champion. He won right? his first heat. He, won, he took oh, second he overall of the, of the thing, but he won the first uh-huh. heat. It was a long day. Um you know, did he give a speech afterwards? Get in second or anything like that? No, but I, he can't. He now doesn't crawl anymore. So I'm so glad we got to do that when we did. And those are some of the best pictures from our trip. You gonna convince him to crawl on your cruise in February to get him in the race? Uh, I will try, but he doesn't really speak uh, the same language. He's more got like five words. Mm, that's gonna be a challenge, Coach. Yep. Yeah, and then the Guardian show. I mean, it was it was decent distraction right i don't think it was a must do and it ran its course over the summer basically to fill the gap between flower and garden concerts and food and wine concerts so we're going to see more things like that they basically are going to move all the incredible stuff over to hollywood studio for the next year so i think we'll see more things like that it's a different trend it is well speaking of hollywood studios they were going to change the name this year and then they didn't it was a weird yeah, thing. That was weird. A lot of surveys, a lot of rumors. And then they said, we're going to change it to Cinemagine Park, right? And that's just kind of odd. I mean, especially if English isn't your first language. What What is Cinemagine? I don't even know what that. I mean, it's Imagine and Cinema combined. So then a bunch of people went crazy on Twitter and they said, yeah, no, we won't change the name for the foreseeable future. But I think they've already said, yeah, we're going to change the name. We just Don't won't tell what. you what it is. What or when? I think we'll find out what the new name is when it's on a sign now. 
Yes. I don't think they're going to announce anything and let Twitter have it say. But uh, Cinemagine would have been bad. I think, like, Studio Kingdom. Keep it simple, right? I agree. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. 2019, interesting year. Could be the Star Wars park, because that's pretty much yeah. what it's going to huh. be like. Another big piece of news that kind of shocked everyone was Disney bought Fox this year. So yeah. a lot of intellectual properties will be making their way to the parks over the next decade, decade? or so. Yep. Maybe someday Deadpool. We will see. I would love I, that. I mean, an adult-only little mini park might be the way to see Deadpool. Some of the X-Men that aren't being used over at Universal might make their way. But so many different properties with Fox. And this is huge for the streaming service. Also looking forward to 2019 for. Yep. But uh, that was – a lot of people were surprised by this. I think it made sense. I wish – my one wish is that they actually got to own the Big Ten Network, but they have to sell that off. They have to spell off, sell off all the sports properties because they would own too many sports too many. channels. Too monopoly. Yeah, you can't have Fox and ESPN, evidently, according to the government. But I wish they could keep Big Ten Network just for my own selfish reasons. But, uh, yeah, they bought Fox. That was exciting. And that means they own Avatar. So we'll see expansions to that land and Animal Kingdom over the next few years and then around the world as well. It decreases the royalties on the Avatar rides considerably, which also makes it easier for them to expand, put that in other parks. Similarly to like when they bought Lucas, it makes it a lot easier to work with Star Wars and Indiana Jones. They have more freedom. So we'll see what it brings, but it was exciting. It was. Another thing that happened was in Disney Cruise Line. We're now sailing out of New Orleans and returning to Hawaii. Yeah, so they... That didn't happen this year, but it happened this year because they had to announce it in order to sell it. And the opening day, some of the sailings sold out before they got to general public. It was pretty crazy how fast New Orleans and Hawaii sold out. It's pretty crazy. So hopefully this trend we will see a little bit more in the future. I think Disney Cruise Line fans have been hungry for something a little different. And I think Hawaii and New Orleans are the things that bring them that something different. New Orleans, though, is not the most practical port from a cost perspective because it takes a while to get out to international waters where you can burn the cheaper fuel. But uh, it went. It got gobbled up. So that just means you raise those prices, pay for that fuel, right? I think so. So I think we will see a few new ports on the horizon for Disney Cruise Line. And that kind of sums up everything that's happened in 2018 in the parks, a rebuilding year it was. So not a lot of news, but definitely going to see some big things to come, Doug. But this has been a great year for Rope Drop Radio. We've gained a lot of listeners and subscribers. We launched our Patreon and our website. It's been really fun. And I think the most fun we had is all the cool guests that we had on this year's. Yeah. Yeah, the whole year, 2018, all the guests that we had. And, Doug, I know you wrote them all down to give each and every one of them a a shout-out. So, Doug, take it away. All right, I'm going to start from basically last week and work my way back to January. So, first off, we had Michelle McKnight. She was on several times to talk about trip planning. This last one was Christmas. For that, we had Park Escape Games, the book that came out with Kent, Christina, and Richard. Alex Sinek talked about the celebrity edge with me aaron goldberg was on a couple times in 2018 we talked about his books and we also talked about resorts that was a difficult show ranking all the resorts it was like picking children right derek it was it was yeah 
was a fun one, though. Then we had on Gray, who Epcot Bar Crawl, where we got a little tipsy walking around the world. And Ryan Wiley was on to talk about his new video game and do some voice work for us. Uh, we had Epic Disney Escape, Christina and Kelly. And then we had on Jen from Will Save for Travel. She was on a couple times this she year. Was, she talked yep. about uh, uh, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party and an adults-only trip. And Kent, Kent Mullins was on a few times this year. He was on with the Park Escape games, but he kind of sat back and listened more than talked. But he was on twice to talk about Parkeology Challenges, where he dominated and is still yep. undefeated. And he also talked about Halloween Horror Night, because if it's not running around all four theme parks in one day that he's intense about, it's Halloween Horror Night. So that was a great episode. We also had on Ryan from the Disney Pins blog, where we learned a lot about pins. I'm going to be honest. I did not know that much about pins before that show. And But now I want to pin trade even more. I know, but I yeah, I, it's a fascinating world. Uh, Larry from the Disney Food Allergy Group, where uh, we learned a lot about food uh, that you can and can't eat, depending on who you are. So Wes365, he was on twice this year, wants to talk about DVC, and wants just to talk about what the 365 meant, meant, you know, going to Disney every day of the year and riding one ride over and over and over. Then we had the uh, Back to the Mouse teen, Ainsley. She was on to talk about the Teens Club. Uh, Jen from the Moms panel, she was on two times this year. Once without me, uh, she filled in for me. You guys talked about what, Derek? Disneyland? Disneyland, yep, and the new Max Pass. Right, and then uh, she For was the on. For the record, you had Alex on without me, but you guys were actually on a cruise ship. Yeah, well, you had Kent on without me for a bonus. Yeah. Okay. Where you're in the park. Yeah, we're even. Well, you're still ahead, actually. And she talked about how to get on the mom's panel. So if you're interested in mom's panel stuff, go back, listen to that one. Uh, Maureen from Autism at the Park. That was a great episode, very educational. Uh, Wes, the DCL dude, we talked about Castaway Key, which made me want to go there. Uh, Julie, she was on to talk about the wide world of sports and attending like a youth sporting event, particularly soccer in this case is what she talked mostly about. John and Debbie Races, they were on to talk about the Animal Kingdom's 20th anniversary and some great stories from some opening day cast members. That was so a good one. I enjoyed that, that one was some really neat behind the scenes. So that's back around the Animal Kingdom uh, 20th anniversary. We had on Samantha McKnight, my oldest daughter. She is now 13. She talked about Universal, mostly about how bad their food was. If you go back and listen, she was grumpy. Uh, Derek did a little bonus episode with his kids after the Garden Grill. I think it was mostly Olivia talking, though. Yeah, I, I think heard, Declan was asleep. Declan was asleep. Yep. So he was there in spirit. And we started 2018 with Jake talking about surviving Christmas after he had gotten back from a Christmas trip and had a good time. So there is all of our guests. Couldn't do the show without you. Yes, because thank you, you so much. Derek would be really tired of me. Oh, I still I like you so much, Doug, that we're going to be doing a trip in a few weeks. That's coming up. It's coming up. We'll, we'll be doing a lot of live episodes while we're out there. And we already got some really good guests lined up for this next year as well. Yes. So excited for all that. Hey, just for, since we're talking about all of our guests, we'll got to give a, our top five episodes because a couple yeah. of our guests are on those, which is I always. I have not heard what these top fives are yet. So, I mean, all right. I know. 
We'll start with number one and go down to five. And You're not going to build up for I, drama? Well, I'm actually looking at the list, and, and it would be harder for my eyes at the moment oh, to go. I, you don't want Derek's eyes. No, no, it doesn't, because I'm looking at a, a small screen. Anyway, the number one most listened to episode this year was... Just this year, not like... This year, not all time, yes. This year was Kent Mullins' 47 attractions in one day, in one day including Toy Story Land. So that one was a... Huge episode for us and Kent. That was an impressive feat. We then moved to number two, which was the pin trading with Ryan from Disney Pins Blog. Learned a lot about pins, and that episode blew up for us. So thank you, Ryan, for sharing it with your community. There's definitely uh, an amazing underworld of pin trading I did not know about. Yeah, it's a big world. A lot of world there. A lot of world, a lot of pin world. Uh, Anyway, number three, you won't believe this, but Kent comes back. Well, the first time he did all 47 WDW attractions in one day. So Kent already got two of the top five. Yeah. That's why we're going to buy him dinner in January. We need to do that. Yeah. Number four, I like this. Our top Disney park fails. People love to see us fail there. They do. They do. That's all that says to me is if we could put together a blooper reel of getting hit by frying pans and anvils, it'd do amazing. When we joked around about putting that episode together, no way did I ever think it would get nearly you half know, the downloads I, as it did. When I first messaged you about it, you're like, why would we do that? I'm like, because people like to look at the, the accident as they drive by. And clearly that's true. That's true. Well, And then our fifth one was my Walt Disney World with a baby trip report from this last September. Yeah, there it is. Top five. Okay, and I got to say our worst episode of the year because people like to hear us fail. So They do. Here's the failure. Our worst episode of the year, which makes me crack up because it's not even close, is our Star Wars solo review. Oh, so it's not even like last week because it hasn't had time to get the downloads. Oh, man. Yeah, movie reviews don't do well, but we love doing them. Yeah, it's mostly for Sorry. you and I to talk about them because we don't get to talk. We, I mean, we can text, but this is the only yeah. time we get to talk about them. But it actually makes me laugh because it made me realize maybe that movie wasn't as good. People didn't go see it. Great. And it kind of transitioned into 2018 in film. Disney dominated the movie scene for sure. Uh, they made just not with Solo. Just not with Solo. They made a bajillion dollars on all the other films that came out. Solo still made money, but it was just a little bit panned by critics, and so people didn't listen to our episode. But if you want to, go Solo. ahead and listen to it. Yeah, Solo has done really well with DVDs. Like, that it has. Yep. At like to where it's kind of made up for it. So they're gonna say box office numbers, but. Like, Solo has out-DVD'd the Marvel properties, probably because so many people, like, movie fatigue when it came out. So they're like, I'll get it on DVD, and they have. Yep. Well, digital downloads. I shouldn't just say DVD, but... I still buy DVDs. Or do you get Blu-ray or 4K? Which which level are you I on? actually get Blu-ray slash DVD because our van has a DVD player. Yeah, that's the challenge, yeah. And we have kids. All right, so let's run through the movies. Um... Would you like to say the movies, or do you want me to run through the list? Either or. I'll, I'll go. Okay, I got go for it. it. All right, Avengers Affinity War. That was amazing. It was a great movie and did really well. And If you've never heard of Ooh, it, it's a good one. You should check I, it out. It comes out on Netflix this month. Yeah, it's a good one. And that was really close to Solo coming out. There was only a month between them. Avengers was still, like, number one in the box office. So that when I said movie fatigue, that Avengers kind of stepped on a solo. 
a little bit. Solo came out, and it was really only four months after Last Jedi came out, too. So you're having a little bit of movie fatigue there with Solo, Star Wars Story. Uh, Incredibles 2 came out this summer. That, that one was... decided to wait 14 years from the Incredible. original. Yeah, a little more space, right? And it was incredible. Not as good as the first, but still really enjoyed it. Yeah. And then uh, later in the summer, we had Ant-Man and the Wasp, which was really fun. I still, thought that was still a Still haven't movie. seen it. Derek, uh, I know. The, yeah, I, I want to. I love all the Marvel We're gonna ones. We're going to just pause the show until Derek watches the movie. Gosh, Derek. All right. The next one I haven't seen. It was Christopher Robin. I haven't seen it either. I, we're not a big fan of Pooh. I'm going to be honest. You can yell at me all you want. It's at your... hard with a baby to get to the theaters. We have to get a babysitter. How much money we spent on Solo makes us, you know, question now every movie we go see. There you go. Well, Christopher Robin did fine at the theaters, I believe, for what it was. The Nutcracker in the Four Realms, a little underwhelming. Uh, we saw that. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's nope. I'll rent it. What it was. Yeah, uh, uh, sure. Um, then the Thanksgiving release this year was Ralph Breaks the Internet, which was fantastic. Loved it, but once again, not as good as the original. Yeah, it was. it's up there. I don't think it's going to look really good in 20 years. Like a lot of Disney movies, you can watch and watch and watch and watch. And this one had so many pop culture references. Yep. That I just don't know that it's going to age well. I think when my kids are like in college, they're going to watch it and laugh hysterically but not at the jokes so but it was good i love wreck it ralph it's my favorite movie so i have to like it and then mary poppins returns which is in theaters right now we are probably gonna see this tomorrow night so we i think ha- it's doing we it haven't seen fine. it yet i know it's my wife's number one movie she wants to see but once is again it? it is hard to get a babysitter in time or if we take the kids or not but, yeah. if, if the McKnights want to watch them, great. I don't, or, I don't know. So that's 2018 in the theaters. A lot of good things, but not. It's not. It wasn't 2017 or 2016, and it sure as heck isn't 2019. No, 2019. It once again, uh, Disney is going to dominate in the theaters. Do we want to and talk in the parks and in the parks? I was going to say, do we want to mention some of the things that are happening in the parks? Uh, to look forward to is a, is a little small thing, area, little attraction. Hollywood Studios and Disneyland Park. Oh, yeah, so, Star Wars. Oh, is that next year? Yeah, that's late finally. Fall. Yeah, late fall. So we have this road project going on um, that between my hometown and Omaha and this kind of a thoroughfare. We drive a lot. We've expanded to four lanes. It's been taking forever. And they put the sign up. It said, you know, summer 2019. And it started at the same time as Star Wars Land. So we've been joking about what's going to get done first. Sorry, folks, but the road is beating Star Wars Land. We all lost the bet. We put money on Disney being faster, which shouldn't have been. But the road's going to get done sooner so you can get to the airport airport a little bit faster. Yep. Yeah. Right now we're driving through a 45-mile-an-hour construction zone. When it opens, it's going to be 70 miles an hour, which is... Get there. There you go. Like Thanos snapping his fingers. Well, so, well, speaking of getting there, I'm excited for the Skyliners to open up this mm-hmm. next year. I, it'll be interesting to see when they're. So they're running maintenance. Yeah, they have tests. They, I've, well, there's, I've seen pictures well, of them up. And it's on the line from Hollywood Studios over to Caribbean Beach is where they're already yep. testing. So like, it'd be really awesome if they just open that line once it's ready. 
without the other two lines being ready to go. I think that would be cool. And that would at least be good for the Caribbean beach people. Oh, yeah. Throw them a bone. They've been dealing with construction a while, as your trip report said from September. Yes, it did. But, yeah, I'm excited for that one. I, I do think they'll wait till all four lines are up and running, but I'm so glad to see that they're testing them right now. It means they're getting there. They're getting there. And it'll, so, it'll be a good opening ride into the parks. I'm excited for that part of it. It's just another ride in that park. There is. Hollywood Studios getting almost a full makeover between Toy Story, Star Wars, and the Runaway Railway, Mickey's yeah. first ever attraction in the parks. I think that's opening this summer. The date's kind of bounced around from spring to summer. Spring I don't know how summer. it's still not open. They can work on it 24-7 inside. I thought they had it all set up in a sound stage in California, and they just had to, like, install it. But that clearly was not the case. Like, that's what, like, get it figured out in a sound stage before you close a people eater in a park that only has four rides. But, yep. hey, what do I know? I just pay to go in the parks. Um but it should be good, should eat people. I, you need another place to stand in line in Hollywood Studios, especially once Star Wars opens. So that's that's kind of what's opening in the park in 2019. 2020 has some Epcot stuff coming. You know, there is the temporary show coming for Illuminations. I, you know, there, there are a few other little things. Yep, and I'm sure D23 will get some more announcements of what's yeah. to come maybe late 2019 or even in the future, so... Always one of my favorite shows to talk about. Yeah, so that's, I think, what the parks have in store for us. Wow, it's going to be a good year, uh, I know, for 2019. Excited. We had, uh, we have four trips booked so far. Oof. Does that count in our, our trip? Yep, absolutely. In fact, okay. in the mail today, I got a welcome, Sassman. Your trip starts now. And my wife's like, ooh, what trip is that for? And I'm like, the Doug and my trip. So, <laughs> jealousy. Wah-wah. So, theaters. Stock theaters, because I think this year coming up, out of all the movies, I think there's only two that have the potential not to be hits, but I think they have the potential to also be hits. Two? I only see one of them on that on the list, but uh, let's run through I them. see two that may not do live up to expectations. Okay, well, the first one, Captain Marvel, everyone is talking about it's, right now. Brie yeah. Larson fits the role completely. I'm so excited hit. for that one. So that one will be a knock out of the park, I'm sure. Yeah, not Dumb a question there. Dumbo, Tim Burton, I guess that could be your other maybe. That's, that's what I'm thinking, maybe. I. It's just a little strange. Dumbo doesn't talk, at least as far as we know, unless we yep. get in there and something totally different. But, I mean, we've had a couple trailers now. I just, I, I just worry that it's going to kind of do like Christopher Robin or Nutcracker did and just eh puttered along maybe it's got a good time to be released but not really i don't know it's spring late spring uh, yeah i don't know if i'll see it in theaters actually i i might have to There's wait an example yep, you're right it's a busy year you're gonna have to pick and choose your movies to go to and that's gonna be one that... also they're remaking a lot of older classic films another one that they're remaking older. coming out in 2019 is the lion king that one's gonna be huge yeah the lion, you got lion king and uh, Dumbo and Aladdin are all remakes. Yep. So people so are going to get fatigue, and so you kind of got to pick and choose. Lion King, I am picking and choosing all the way. Is that your... Yeah, I think... I figured you'd say Aladdin, Derek. Oh, uh, we're going to see that as well. I'm still a little eh with Will Smith being cast as the genie. 
But that's a, another one we'll we'll probably see. But Lion King was one of my favorite animated films. And I guess Aladdin was as well. I'll see them both. I'm not really worried. Another movie I know I'm going to see, without a doubt, 7 p.m. opening day is Avengers Endgame. Yeah, I think you and a couple billion other. I don't know if there's ever been a movie I've been this excited about. Maybe The Dark Knight Returns or Rises or something. Wow. I don't know. It's so been a, a while. A lot of praise for The Dark Knight. I, what about uh, The Force Awakens? Oh, I guess The Force Awakens. That'd be, that. that's the best. Yeah, that one Second was more Trump exciting. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, we'll see. Yeah, this one's going to be huge. So um, then you also, animation from Pixar, you have Toy Story 4. Which I don't know about that. I know Tim Allen has said it made him cry, but I'm also kind of a believer that Toy Story 3 should have been it unless they have an amazing story. You finished it. It was a trilogy. It worked so well. It was the most emotional film I'd seen in a long time. And now you're bringing in number four. And you're bringing in a spork with eyeballs. Yep. I mean, yeah, we don't know what way it's going exactly yet. We haven't seen a trailer that really tells us anything plot-wise. So it will be interesting to see what happens. But I think Toy Story 4 is not going to miss. There's no, every, people will see it. Yeah, I, really, so far, the ones we've mentioned is Dumbo is the only one I could see failing. But that brings us to Armetius Fowl. Ar- it's is Artemis Fowl. Artemis Fowl. See, I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's based it's a, off of a book. A book series right? my wife does love. Uh, but after seeing the trailer, I think they kind of swung in a miss and took some liberties on some of the direction of the movie and it looks very cgi heavy i think this is another john carter or mars needs moms type of movie and it's just gonna fail see and when you're doing a book that has a like a fan base and you take some liberties you need some liberties to bring a book to life on the screen there's just some things like you can't do exactly like a book i'm gonna i'm okay with some liberties but you do too many things and you lose the fan base that already loves it Yep. And then you have you're bringing in people that don't know it. It's just tricky to build it. it. The cast is really good. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I remember it's got a great cast. So that should help carry it through the fall season. I mean, it's kind of at a good time of year for a early fall type timeline, I think. So it's not going to be up against a lot of heavy hitters. Because we'll, the next one's we'll ahead. We'll see, but people are getting movie fatigue nowadays. You're really starting to see that. And it's also oh. expensive to go to the theater. So coming out late fall, people might be wanting to take oh. a break from films, uh, especially when you have a really big release coming out, and that's Frozen 2, because they could not let it go nope, because they, it makes so much money. They couldn't. They had to get this back out. But I, even if it's not as good as Frozen, it's still going to make Oh yeah, a bajillion, I think was the word you used earlier. So... I think we've already named four movies that are making a bajillion move dollars. Yep. I think Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, Toy Story 4, and Frozen 2. It'll be interesting all, to see which one takes like the, the number, to see their top five. I'm really interested for 2019 to see which ones knock each other out because I, the final one of the year is a major release. It's Star Wars Episode 9. And episode I think, 9, going to be number one of the year. I guarantee, I, well, I'm going to disagree. Avengers... Avengers Endgame, I say, is number one, and then Star Wars Episode Nine. Then I don't I know. Think Star Wars. Lion King. I think, but like at the end of the year, Avengers will still be number one. But I think by the time Star Wars is done with its theater run, sounds like we have another uh, Disney snack bet. 
Oh, I lost the last one. You did. I remembered what it was about. It was um, whether or not Hall of Presidents would open in 2018. Yes. That's what our bet that was. That was it was, and it opened. And there was a point where they just kept pushing the date arbitrarily, yep. like not telling anybody. I was like, this is just not even going to open this year. I was just like, they're just not even concerned. You're like, no, it's going to open, and it will open in 2018. So there you go, 2018 year in review. I lost a snack bet to Derek, so I have to buy him a snack on our trip as we watch Hall of Presidents. Yes, those two I things we will be doing. Yeah. And uh, so we have another snack bet for this next year. I love it. I, so episode nine. It, it has to go through the full run. run. Full yeah, run. Full numbers. run the numbers. Yes, that, that domestic is Domestic and international, or are we just going domestic? Full numbers. Billion dollar club type well, numbers. Yes, yes, exactly. I think they'll both be in the billion dollar club. Oh, I agree. But I'm taking episode nine. I'm taking I'm taking my uh, laser swords. Okay. Over uh Thanos snapping his fingers. Oh, I can't wait. Both those movies will both. be opening night movies. So definitely twenty nineteen is going to be a great year for Disney. Do you think any of the remakes have the chance to reach a billion dollars? Oh, I think the Lion King. It's uh, John Favreau. It's James Earl Jones. I think the Lion King has a good shot at doing it. I I think over Aladdin it does. Although I, if Toy Story so many... Four gets good reviews, I could see it doing it because people love those characters. Yeah, if it gets good reviews the first weekend, it's going to hit a billion. Frozen, I think, has a chance too. But once to again, it's a... got to have. I mean, people believe Rotten Tomatoes, and then they listen to our reviews on here. Or all us, based on the numbers. Everybody listens to our movie reviews, so yep. um, be prepared for an Avengers in-game and a episode nine review in 2019 as well. I don't see us reviewing anything else in a real episode. And though. a bunch of people are just clicking off the podcast right now. Yep. Done. Yep. Done. Okay, they're at the That's end right. of the show. Dumbo, movie review is coming up. All right. Well, no, it's uh, I'm excited for 2019. I know we have four trips booked. You and I have a trip booked. One of our trips is a cruise. Uh, we have a lot of good movies and a lot of great things coming to the park. And then one of my favorite trips will be Star Wars with McKnight's and the Sassmans. Kind of no kids at yeah. the end of the year. That's that's a good one. I'm looking forward to Star Wars. We also have a European adventure booked where we're going to do Disneyland Paris and a Mediterranean cruise in July. So you get to follow along on that. Um, doing that with three kids so you can see oh god never want to do that or oh that looked fun so we'll, we'll we'll test the waters for you all right well that is it for our year in review and what's to come in 2019 most of all i want to thank each and every one of you who listens to our show yes. especially regularly and subscribes and those of you guys who have left a review it has been such a great year to see our numbers continue to grow it's why we love doing this and all the feedback and the comments on social media. If you don't follow us at Rope Drop Radio, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, please go on there right now and click the like button. And then if you want to check out our Patreon or our website, www.ropedroppers.com, that would just mean a lot to us as well because uh, we're trying to grow the show. And that's our goal for 2019 is just to keep growing every every week. Yeah, one of the great things about doing the show is, you know, we listed all our guests, but most of them have become friends. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is fantastic, making Disney friends through the show. So definitely comment on things. Uh, we engage in conversation on Facebook and Twitter and on Instagram. On Facebook, it's both of us. On Twitter, it's usually me. And on Instagram, it's Derek. 
So that's how you Slash, can I will us. have to give my wife a lot on Instagram because she's really good at adding hashtags. I'll do like five <laughs> or six and she'll go in and add like 17 more. That's It's all about hashtags. Hashtags, yep. All right. Hashtag end of the show. Well, if you ever want to, hashtag Rope Drop Radio. But if you want to take a trip in 2019, because 2018 is done, you need to contact Michelle McKnight, especially if you're thinking about a Star Wars trip. Get your name in there. It's going to be crazy. You might have to wait till 2020. Bananas. There's a lot of good trip deals that might be happening in 2019. Doug, will be there. It'll be fun. Who knows? We might be able to throw a fifth trip in there. But uh, definitely contact her. She can help hook you up. Her email is in the show notes. But for Doug... I'm Derek. Have a happy new year and thank you so much for listening to Rope Drop Radio.